Greeting you with the holy words, peace. Peace be multiplied. Isaac, make sure your mother doesn't be trying to hug everybody getting up out of here. How's everybody doing? Blessed. Doing good. We want to talk about a, a situation that makes us all uncomfortable. And uh, you know, over here, we're a church that doesn't mind dealing with issues that makes us uncomfortable. And there's, I'm, I'm looking, and when I, I'm a news guy, and I look at the news all the time, and this, uh, call it mental illness, I don't like that, but they call it mental illness, because sometimes mental, it just upsets folks, but it's a fact. We want to talk about two type things. I don't deal with depression, but I've been depressed. Come on. Come on. Let me help you with it. All of us have been depressed, even though we may not have depression. That's right. And if you have been depressed, a, a, a mood disorder that causes uh, uh, feelings of sadness or loss of interest, that's depressed. I've been, I've been that more than once. Okay? But major depression is? Major depression affects how you feel, think, and behave, and can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems. And, and so that, that means that, listen to me, say make it plain. I've known people that started out with a cold that didn't pay any attention to it. The cold went into flu. They went to the hospital and died with pneumonia. That's right. Are you with what I'm talking about? So if, if you, you can go through a depression, if you don't get that thing, that thing can go into a serious thing, and then it can go in a thing that can cause some people to get to the point where they don't want to live anymore. Does that make sense? And so we need to quit being afraid of talking about uh, this word depression and mental illness stuff. We need to start. We need to start looking at that thing as a sickness, like a chronic disease. That's what it's called, right? I've never had chronic headaches, right? But I've had a headache. And if you don't go and get that thing checked out, it can lead into other things. That's why we have hospitals, doctors, and nurses, and all those people. There's been the, one of the worst things that you could ever do is go to the doctor and they say, if you had have came sooner, right. That's right. we could have done such and such. So we, we're not going to be afraid over here, Christian folks, uh, to understand that we have been depressed. And there are people probably in this church that's dealing with chronic depression, you see. And it's not a shame thing anymore. We're not ashamed of those things. Isn't that right? That's right. And, That's right. you know, a lot of people make a lot of money, especially in America, uh, uh, about depressed. It's called the blues. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you, you know, we listen to the blues and some country western songs, you know, will make you depressed. That's right. That's right. right? Right? Especially if you're going through something at that particular time. Now, a lot of things, okay, there's a, a song that Dolly Parton wrote. Okay, and everybody, it was a beautiful song, and Whitney, Whitney Houston just tore it up. And boy, and people, no, that is one of, uh, and I remember, Isaac probably doesn't remember, because he was just like his 19 or 20, that there was a member in this church that wanted to do a wedding and said, could you sing I'll Always Love You? I guess she was saying goodbye, because that's, 
That's a goodbye song. That that's ain't, right. you see. Right. But the only thing you would hear is when Whitney would go up there and sing, I'll always love you. And I like Kevin Costner and I watched that movie. It's a great thing. But listen to the lyrics here because they didn't pay. The only thing they heard was, I'll always love you. Yeah, but the rest of it, that's a, that is a, a goodbye song. Read, please. Yes, I'll read, not sing. Okay. Yeah, because he don't want me to get depressed. That's, so that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, here we go. That's right. She said, if I should stay, I would only be in your way. So I'll go, but I know I'll think of you every step of the way, and I will always love you. Now, that's kind of, man, that's tough. Okay. Bittersweet memories, hmm. that is all I'm taking with me. So goodbye, please don't cry. We both know I'm not what you need, and I will always love you. Right. <laughs> now, many people have heard that song, amen? And thought, oh, that's such a beautiful, that, that is a goodbye, that is goodbye, sad song. You know, I would love to Gwen to say, I'll always love you, but don't do the rest of that. That's right. You see? Amen. And so what we're talking about is that was a bestseller for years. Yeah, and you know, uh, Dolly Parton, it was a hit with her, and then of course Whitney blew it off. So what we're used to, when we listen to these songs, we need to listen to what we're listening to. That's right. Does that make sense? And there's a whole lot of other things. I'm trying to get you to understand that there are things that we listen to, and the reason we listen to those is we are depressed. And men, there ain't no reason to try to stick your chest out. We get depressed. That's right. And there are many men dealing with depression. All right? Now, I'm going to help us out here to make you all feel comfortable. And if you have, then say, Pastor, no, I have. Has any man in here killed a bear? Knows the answer, all right? That's right. Has, has any man in here killed a lion? No. Knows the answer, right? Has any man in here killed a giant? Knows no. the answer. But there was one who did kill a giant, killed a bear. He done that. His name was David. And David was king, right? That's right. But so, but see, so David was really a powerful, powerful God. But David went through a situation, and I don't want to go through the situation he's in because it'll take away from the situation you may be in. Commentary, please. I want you to hear the commentary. This is why he wrote this Psalms. It says, here my prayer is like the preceding Psalms. This describes a believer who is facing overwhelming problems. And now I'm taking it to us. Sometimes, no, in life, every one of us is going to do what? face some overwhelming problems. That's right. That's just life. That's right. You see, that's just, that's just how it is. And David wrote this because he was facing overwhelming problems. Wait, and, and listen to this part here. Commentary, please. And feels he has reached the end of his endurance. And he feels like he has reached the end of his endurance. And, I, and he's what? He's depressed. He's depressed. Now, here's a man that is, a, he's a man's man, but he is depressed. And see, sometimes you may not be depressed of what is happening to you, but you can get depressed for what's happening to somebody else. That's right. That's Let right. me tell you something, and I, I do it all the time. I tell you all, one of the most depressing things that ever happened in my life was, Johnny, you have cancer. You see, I was depressed. For a while, I was depressed, sure. right? Sure. And another time, I'm going to go way back, and let me go way back. 
I was dating this young lady, sitting on the front row, and we got into it about something. I don't know what it was about something. This is before we got married, so that'd be over 50-some years. Don't be tripping. All right, all right. Okay, you see? We, we, we would drink. And so, and then I lived at 3010 Tracy, where you all wouldn't be terrified to go now. All right? And so I was sitting down with one of my friends was called Big L. Now, we street guys. And we're sitting down, I was sitting outside the apartment complex. Uh, we was drinking some MD22. Some of you all know what that is. Uh, it's a wine. It's called Mad Dog, right? That's right. And we was drinking that and smoking a joint, okay? And we were sitting there because I was, I was depressed. And I, I, he said, you need to go get your woman. Now, he used different terminology. He's a street guy. Uh, you need to go get your woman. And I said, what about my pride? And he said something about your pride, you know, street guy, you see. And I'm going to sit there, right there, didn't know because had no clue what depressed was. All right? I was depressed and trying to medicate my depression with wine and marijuana. That's right. That's right. You see, acting a fool. And finally, I called, and I think Gwen's sister answered the phone. She's over there. She wasn't drinking wine, smoking dope, but she was depressed. You understand what I'm saying? You all been there. That's right. You lost a parent. You've been there. You see? And so a lot of people, listen to me clearly, and these people that's fighting these addictions will tell you, right? It, sometimes it's not the addiction. They're depressed. Something went on, and they're depressed. That's right. And if they're not careful with that, cold, flu, pneumonia. Are you feeling me? See, we're not afraid in here to talk about that stuff because all of us have been depressed. That's right. And some in here are dealing with probably depression. That's why we have counselors. That's right. And we go there. And, and we used to say, well, if I'm a Christian, should I go see a counselor? There's a scripture that says, yes, seek ye wise counsel. All right? So we're going to talk about this. Now, David here is at the end of his endurance. He's endured so a lot of things. And some of you in here, you've endured a lot of things in your life. Right? You've endured a lot of things in your life, and you will come down to the point where your endurance is gone. And you'll sit there, and you'll deal with being depressed. If you're not careful, it goes in depression. That's right. You see, we're not afraid of that. Because ain't nobody in here at the God's own heart like David. David accomplished everything a man could ever want to accomplish as a warrior and as a man. He became king. But still, he dealt with a moment of depression. He was depressed. You see, another one. See, uh, you can be depressed for just a minute or two. It doesn't have to be a long thing. Are you, are you with me? I'm trying to talk to you. Are you with me? There is a man that God told him, his father told him exactly what to do. He said, I want you're going to do this, you're going to do, and he knew what he was going to have to do. And he went in a, went in a place called Gethsemane. That's right. And he left his friends and he says, just wait here while I go pray. You see? And the Bible says his spirit was overwhelmed unto death. And he, it's Jesus, you know what I'm talking about. That's right. And Jesus went once, and Jesus said, Father, if this bitter cup will pass, if there's any other way, 
let this bitter cup pass. But not my will, thy will be done. Was that enough? Was he ready? No. He went back and found his friends. They were sleeping. He went again, said the same thing because he was going through depressed. And if you read it and you do the medical terms, he sweat blood. That's what the scripture says. There's a medical term for that. You understand? I don't know what it's called, but there is one for that. Did he go the second time? Was that enough? No. He went the third time. And he finally got to the point and says, not my will, but thy will be done. He stopped it at a cold. He stopped it at a cold. Because if he hadn't, it would went into the flu or pneumonia. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, you're going to go through it. Quit hiding. You're going to go through it. And you've got to be careful. You've got to be careful of two things. Quit pointing fingers at other people who, who medicate theirs. At the time they were going through it, that's what the only thing they could grab a hold of. That's right. Are you with me? And so, so it doesn't matter. Christ showed us that he, his human side, even in his human, he was 100% divine, 100% human. He showed us his human side. David, the great David, killed a bear, killed a lion, killed a giant, became king, you see? But he went through a, a form of depression. And he wrote this, you can read the whole thing when you get home, and he wrote this. He wrote this, and we're going to use it uh, from the passion where it even uses the word that I want because I don't want anybody in here ashamed of going through a moment of being depressed. I don't want anybody to be ashamed if you're dealing with chronic depression. It's human, but there is a way out. That's right. And we need to seek that way out. That's right. You see, and then us that are not going through it need to comfort those that are going through it. Period. That's right. That's right. Right? It is a shame that it's just now popular for people to say it because of the athletes. Yeah. Nobody listening about once they started seeing the athletes, and I can't think of the little gymnast. Simone, when she went through that, and you got to be fearless to be a gymnast. That's right. You see? But when she went through that, and then others started coming out, men and women, they all started coming out to letting us. So they letting us know there's nothing wrong. It's not a sin. It's a sickness. That's right. You see, we used to think it was a sin, sickness. And we, this old, us old folks like myself, we heard all that bad terminology. You see, I remember when this lady was uh, been in our neighborhood for years, and, well, she just lost her mind. Mm. That's what they would say. Mm-hmm. You know what happened to so-and-so? Yeah, it went crazy. So if anybody had any problem like that, what are they going to do? They're going to hide it because crazy is in their head. Lost their mind is hit. We're better than that now. We're better than that now. So let's see what the great David wrote from the Passion. It's the Passion, I think. It's the Passion translation, yes. Yes. This is Psalm 143, verse 4. He says, my inner being is in depression and my heart is heavy. This is David. The great David says, my inner being is in depression and my heart is heavy. It's life. He's going through something that's hurting him inside his spirit. Okay? He says, dazed with despair. He's just dazed with despair. I've been there. Some of you others have been there. You may not have known it, but you were there. 
Say amen to that. Amen. Because we're trying to learn and to grow, and it'll help us. Those that are there won't try to hide. Don't try to hide. I don't want anybody to know that I'm going to. No, I want everybody. Somebody can help me going through my heavy despair. You see? Somebody's got the answer. Sometimes, this is what our pastor always tells you, never get by yourself. When you're getting ready to go through something, do not get by yourself. That's right. Because the load is too heavy to handle by yourself. You've got to have other people in your life to help you get through. Because it starts out of the cold. Coming into the flu, next thing you know, you got pneumonia. That's right. And you can die from pneumonia. That's right. You see, and then, you see, in the old days, many people died, especially in my time, they died because they didn't go get the help that they needed to get from pneumonia. Same way with depression. When someone commits suicide, we all are hurt inside. That's right. Or even if they think about it, we all are hurt inside because a lot of the things that they're going through, we can't help them. We can sit and listen to them. You see, what can I do? See, I don't understand it, but what can I do to help you? That's right. And if you ask me, I'm wise. I'll send you to counselor. And when she gets through helping you with your emotional things, she'll send you back to me for the spiritual part. That's right. Are we a church? Amen. Do we love each other? Amen. Then we ought to be able to be truthful to each other and still have the respect that we need from each other. Right. You see? All right. NIV. He says in the NIV, so my spirit grows faint within me. And that is tough when it gets in your spirit. It is tough when you get in your spirit. And I've had it there in my, in, in our, in my spirit. You know, uh, when it gets in your spirit, it, goes, it starts here. And then it gets in your heart, then it gets down in your spirit. You know? There's only a few people that really know you don't want it to get there. I don't care how powerful you are, how much you know the Lord, it gets in your spirit, it is tough to get there to deal with. You think it? You think that your pastor is enjoying once a month going get radiation infusion? Well. And if you would read some of the side effects you would be stunned. Me and my brother, it would be his last Sunday for 100 days, right? We were talking, the Gogo said, yes, we're talking. Can I say it? Brother Bill Gogo has got to go back to the doctor, back and forth, only his wife can take him back and forth, and getting his, whatever it is, that's all we need to know, getting what he's going through, okay? And then he's got to be in a room for 90 days by himself, with nobody's wife. You're going to tell me that don't make the... Well, come on. Come on. You see? And I, he has to do the same thing I have to do. You want? I'm going to tell you the story. We're going to just bring it on down. When I used the bathroom, I had to flush the stool twice. Of course, my house is where I got an upstairs. I had to wipe my hand. and we wash my hands twice. I can't wash my clothes with Gwen's clothes. I didn't anyway. I always wash my own clothes. Some of you may do that. I wash my own clothes anyway. That's right. You see? They want me to drink out of a plastic cup and then throw the cup away. This is what your pastor is going through now. You think that that's not when I first, when they first told me that, that that wasn't a form of the prayer. Oh, thank you, Lord. I'm going through this. Right. You see? It was a form of the prayer. And I really felt bad about it. 
until I heard about what Gogo was going through. I'm saying, well, at least I can go outside. I can go out and eat. I can be around. They just don't want me to get fluids on anybody. Can I, you know? I'll tell my story. When they give me this infusion, they put it in. They got gloves, and they have a glove out here, and they put the needles in the glove. They wrap it up, and they throw it in something else, and then they bring another needle in. They put it in they, something else. Then they do the infusion. lasts one minute. That's good. Then they tape, and they smile, and take me, and then the nurse takes me out the back door. I can't walk through the lobby. And you know, you know your pastor, right? I mean, you know your pastor, right? That's right. I looked at her and said, man, I ain't done this since the 50s. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, because I'm going to keep that humor. Right. I'm going to keep that humor. You understand? So, yes. Yes. So some of us in here, you think I'm the last one in here and Gogo's the last one in here going to deal with something like that? But you can deal with it when we get down to, because it's a burden. All right, here we go. You're learning something? Yeah. All right, here we go. In verse 5, he says, I remember the glorious miracles of days gone by, and I often think of all the wonders of old. I remember, man, when... Right. Are you feeling me? Come on. I remember the days of old when I could kick it. You see? Those days are gone. You know, when I stood up here that day and told you all the most painful thing that happened to me, and I was depressed with it for a minute. I'm not the man I used to be. That's right. Those are the days of old. All right? Some of you all didn't know it, but y'all's pastor was world class in the master's. That's right. That's over 40, right? Now, only running I see is on TV. Come on. All right. There's another line in your commentary yeah. I want to read. All right, another line in the commentary. Go ahead. Sometimes all we have left is prayerful hope that God will revive us, this is him, again and deliver us out of this great trial. That's all you got. Prayer. God. Deliver me out of this great trial. Mm -hmm. My brother and I, we know we, we, that's our prayer. Mm -hmm. Deliver me out of my great trial. Yeah. I'm at the end. I have nothing left. Mm -hmm. I'm empty inside. Wow. All my hope is in God. Yeah. You see? And then there's a little bitty thing, Brother Travis, in my head that says, what if this doesn't work? What if this doesn't work? And I have to get out of there while it's a cold. I get out of there through prayer. All right? David said in verse 6, Now I'm reaching out to you, thirsting for you like the dry, cracked ground thirsts for rain. And we all see what's going on here. The ground is be cracking because it's thirsting for rain. And sometimes I'm looking out to God. God, I, I'm thirsting for you. I need you in my presence. Is this going to work? Is it worth it? You see? I, I need you to water me with your word. That's right. That's right. And your promises. Somebody in here knows. That's right. Some of you all ain't going through cancer and all that stuff. 
but you're battling life. There ain't no place else you can go. People love you, but they can't heal you. They can comfort your head, but not your spirit. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. That's right. Keep going. He said, Lord, come quickly and answer me, for my depression deepens, and I'm about to give up. This is David, the great warrior, David, the fearless David, said, it's tough. He said, Lord, you got to come quickly, because I'm about to give up. You know what giving up means? Suicide. That's right. Yes. The great David. You killed a lion, man. You killed a bear. You killed a giant with rock. You're king. And you're talking about it. you at your wits end, as the old folks say. That's right. It can happen. That's right. If it can happen to Jesus for a moment, he just went through the cold. David's, David's at the end. He's got pneumonia because he's talking about quitting. That's right. right. He said, don't leave me now or I'll die. He said, don't leave me now or I'll die because if God leaves me, my spirit is empty. That's right. But if my spirit is empty, there is no hope. Man can deal with the cold. Can't even deal with, really, you can't deal with the flu. You're going to have to get some help. But you sure enough can't stay home and deal with pneumonia. That's right. That's right. He said, I'll surely die. Fearless. But depression took him out. That's right. Being depressed is about to take him out. Not Goliath. Not the bear. Not the lion. But his depression took him out. All right, here we go. The NIV in verse 7 says, Answer me quickly, Lord. My spirit fails. Now, my spirit fails. Your spirit's at part in here where you feel empty. Some of you probably felt it. You're hurt in your, well, I'll use our terminology. You're hurt in your gut. That's right. You're hurt in here. That's your spirit. You see? All right. He said, don't hide your face from me or I'll be like those who go down to the pit. He said, God, don't hide your face from me. He said, I'll be like those that die who go down to the pit. Ladies and gentlemen, watch your cold. When you got the flu, get somewhere. That's right. Get that thing done before you get pneumonia. That's right. Because pneumonia will take you out. You see, there are people who went to the hospital and everybody thought it was going to do very well and died with pneumonia. That's right. We've got to get it. Yeah. You know why a lot of people? Oh, I don't need to go to the doctor. Mm. Oh, it's just a cold. Mm. Well, it's just a flu. Mm. I need to go to the doctor. Mm. Too late. It's in your lungs. That's right. Pneumonia. You see? Quit medicating yourself. It's easy to say it, but it's hard to get over it. I love people that fight through addictions. I admire them. 
That's a tough thing to deal with. When I go to the gym, when I used to go to the gym before this virus got there, I really loved the people who were so overweight that you wouldn't think that they had a gym. The bravery to walking in a gym with all of these fit people, but they know they need to do it. And guess what? There are probably people whispering, but they didn't know there's a guy over there looking at him, praying for him. God, give him the strength and the courage to get through it. Do you understand what I'm saying? You could be in this church this morning going through something, and everybody's going to go through, but you could be going through something right now. You see, guess what? You got us. Right. You got us. And sometimes you have to lean on somebody else until you're able to stand for yourself. That's right. That's just a fact. You see? All right. David said in verse 8, let the dawning day bring me revelation of your tender, unfailing love. And that's what I need now is a spiritual revelation, God, of your love, unfailing love. Give me the light for my path and teach me for I trust you. We're going to get through this. That's right because we trust in God, we're going to get through this. Your people are so blessed to have two people that's going through something like this and watch them go through it. We're going to get through it because our trust in God. That's right. You know, the doctors and the counselors and all, they are doing everything they can. Now we have to trust in God. You see? Another way he wrote it was, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. I mean, he's there to the point that he's gone. He's there to the point where only God can, because it's in his spirit. He's in his spirit. He said, show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. Put my life. I'm trusting my life with God. Trust in him. And you have to do the same thing. You got to trust him. God's real. That's right. He's real, folks. You've seen some miracles. You're looking at miracles. This is my fourth time around. That's right. You see, you look at it. God is real, but you got to submit to him. And guess what? You got to find somebody that'll help you through your help through. You see? All right. And he said, save me from all my enemies, for I hide myself Save me from all my enemies. And sometimes the enemy God needs to save me from is me. Thank you. You understand what I'm talking about? He continued to pray in verse 10. He said, I just want to obey all you ask of me. So teach me, Lord, for you are my God. I'm looking for God. Teach me, and I've learned so much through this process. Yeah, I've learned so much through this process. You see, they don't even want me to have a driver. Hmm. I go by myself. You know, somebody probably is probably a little depressed. I can't go with my husband of 52, 53 years. Is he going to be all right? Can he drive? Is the medication? Well, it's good. It's just sure. It's what our household goes through. Come on. You see? Let me tell you all something. And some of you are going through that. You got parents? They go through it with you. That's right. 
You got grandparents, they go through it with you. You can't go through something and think you're the only one going through it. That's right. We all need each other. That's right. We all need each other. That's right. David went on to say, your gracious spirit is all I need. So lead me on good paths that are pleasing to you, my one and only God. See, God, lead us to you, our one and only God. You see? And then after it's all over, we'll praise God for using us to be testimonies for you all. Because you'll say, if pastor can get through this, I can get through this. That's right. Go-Go can get through this, I can get through this. That's right. You see? Yeah. You see? I love that. When I heard, well, I'll just use him because he don't mind being called out. DJ can get through it, I can get through it. That's right. You see? Are you with me? And everything we need to call out for help while you got the cold. Because there's a couple people in there that addictions that tell you, you don't want pneumonia. All righty. Am I doing all right? All right. Praise God. David's prayer continued in verse 11 and said, Lord, if you rescue me, it will bring you more glory. Yes, because I will stand up in front of the church and testify about the goodness of the Lord. And I will give all glory to you. That's right. He said, for you are true to your promises. Yes, he's true to your promises. And let me tell you, Satan does not have the power to kill us. That's right. He can arrest us, but he doesn't have that kind of power. That's right. God's got the power to heal you. I'm talking to some folks up in here. That's right. You got to turn your life over to him or you'll die. Okay. He said, bring me out of these troubles. <laughs> Since I am your loving servant, destroy all those who are trying to harm me. Yes. And because you are so loving and kind to me, silence all my enemies. Silence all my enemies. Get them out of my ear. You know, people are really kind of silly. Sometimes <laughs> you tell them you got something. Yeah, you know, my uncle had it. He died, but you look a little stronger. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my ear. Oh, yeah. People, you're laughing. That's right. Folks do some, get sick. You ain't seen how many people are doctors. That's right. All right, right here we go. I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to do this. Then we Matthew's. got time, Matthew. Yeah. But here it is. He said, teach me. He said, teach me. And guess what? We had one of the master teachers. We had a master teacher, and we got a savior. And, uh, and, and he's listening. This is for everybody up in here. You all that are struggling, let's do it this way. You all that's got a cold. You all that's got the flu. You all that's got pneumonia. And you're always about to catch the flu, a pneumonia, or a cold. There's a place that you can go. That's right. You can't carry it. You can't handle it. It's too heavy. You can't bear it. Here we go. Coming from Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, first from the voice, it says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, 
and I will give you rest. This is Jesus talking. In the midst of all your trials and your tribulations, says, come to me and I'll give you rest. Put my yoke upon your shoulders. It might appear, might appear heavy at first, and it does sometimes. It feels heavy right now. Mom. Right now, it does feel heavy for That's me. That's right. My brother, it just feels a little heavy. We'd be lying if we said it wasn't. That's right. It's heavy. What's the rest of it? But it is perfectly fitted to your curves. Learn from me. We can handle it because we're going to learn from Christ. And guess what we're going to learn? He says, for I am gentle He's and gentle. humble of heart. When you are yoked to me, your weary soul will find rest. We're yoked to Christ. And so no matter what they say, we're yoked with Christ and we have rest in him. It heals our depression. That's right. It heals flu. Mm -hmm. It heals our cold. Yeah. All right? He said, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So what I'm going to do is, God, you take my burden mm -hmm. and I'll take your yoke. Come on. That's right. Yeah. Guess what? I'm still standing. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Still standing. Yes, All right. And finally, from the Passion, it says, are you weary carrying a heavy burden? <laughs> Have you ever been there? Yeah. Weary carrying a heavy burden? And see, a lot of people don't know this. I'm going right back to that depression thing again. We don't know a person's childhood. That's right. We don't know what a person went through as, an, as a teenager, a young adult, or adult. We don't know what burden they've been carrying. You see? But one thing we know, we can tell them, give it to Christ. That's right. And when you give it to him, he'll send somebody to help you help carry it. That's right. Yeah, he will. All right. Jesus says, come to me. I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. Yes, he will refresh your life. When I had the doctor's appointment with the urologist, you know what I like about doctors? He looked at me and said, you look great. Because that's the life of Christ within me. That's right. That's right. I'm not going to let Satan steal my life. That's right. I got the life of that's Christ right. within me. You see? All right? He says in verse 29, simply join your life with mine. Yeah, that's right. Join your life with him. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, Easy to please. Yes. You'll find refreshment and rest in me. And that's where I'm at right now. My refreshment and my rest is in him. Yes. You see, I can't, I can speak for me. I feel great about life. It's refreshing. You see? It, guess what this Bible done? It healed the cold. That's right. So it didn't turn into a flu. That's right. So I didn't get pneumonia. But it's for all of us. Those who got the cold, those who got the flu, got some, there's healing That's right. in Christ. Because yes. he said, for all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. Said, this is just my time. I'm not going to get as sick as other folks. You know, I took chemo and didn't have any throwing any of that stuff. I believe this. That's right. Say amen.